Thank you, Doug Apple. This is Lowell Jackson, and we were just talking about that song. That's actually a bunch of college kids gathered around a piano and uh, some guitars, and uh, you probably know that's a verse. Little little question here. Do you remember where that verse is? It's in uh, Nehemiah chapter 8, 10. And you know what was going on when that uh, declaration was made? Uh, God's people were in a war zone. A war zone. And Nehemiah told him, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And we were talking last week about the difference between happiness and joy. And you know, most of the 7 billion humans on planet Earth are chasing the wrong dot. They're chasing happiness. And uh, happiness is situational. Nehemiah recognized that. Can you be happy in a war zone when you might lose life and limb and loved ones any moment? But he wasn't trying to get them happy. He was trying to get them into uh, the joy of the Lord. You know, there's a verse in Psalm 87 that says, All my springs of joy are in you. Um, and the problem with happiness is uh, it's the wrong fountain. The Lord wants to take us to a different fountain. Do you remember uh, the verse in uh, Philippians uh, where it says, For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Now, just think about that. If you're looking for happiness, um, that's, that's not going to be very happy. Out in front of the Lord was the most humiliating, painful death. That's the worst situation I can imagine a human being being in. Uh, that's not going to be a happy situation. But the Bible says that the, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, suffering the pain, because you know what? He had the big picture. The Lord knew that uh, by going through the cross, he would get his heart's desire, a people, especially for him, and eventually a bride, especially for him. Um, there is a verse that uh, r reminds me of uh, this, and I was sitting around a coffee shop this morning on Thomasville Road. How spiritual does that sound, right? A coffee shop on Thomasville Road. And me and a few uh, dear brothers were trying to enter into the reality of what the Lord said in John 7 when he said, um, Out of our innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. Uh, does that sound like a typical common human experience to you? The Lord is trying to bring us into something very, very unusual on our planet. Out of our innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. Then he explains it in the next verse, and he says this is uh, the Spirit. Uh, he describes the Spirit in John 14 as the Spirit of reality. And dear brothers and sisters, we are surrounded by vanity. But the Lord wants to be reality to us, and he says that the spirit of reality shall be in you. And then uh, over later on in the disciples' experience in John chapter 20, he breathed into them. 
and said, receive the Spirit. Um, and Paul told us uh, when he was talking about joy in Philippians that uh, the Spirit is a bountiful supply. So there's no shortage of it. No shortage of it. Uh, you remember in uh, Jeremiah, the Lord complained. He said, you, my people, isn't that sweet? He's, got, he's possessive. He says, my people have committed two evils. They've forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewn out for themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that hold no water. Does that sound like uh, an American Christian, that we all can slip into that? getting caught up in the, in the vanity of busy, 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 just like gerbils. And uh, we forsake the fountain of living waters. But in Psalm 36, 9, the psalmist said, For with you, referring to the Lord, the triune God, for with you is the fountain of life. With you is the fountain of life. So, um, I hope those uh, verses are bringing you the can of enjoyment. We we were trying to enter into this in a Thomasville Road coffee shop, and we realized the Lord wants us to have a very different kind of living. How do we do that? Well, in Romans chapter 10, a verse you're familiar with, it says, The Lord is rich to all who... Now, how would you complete that sentence? Religion would tell us, the Lord is, is good to all those that behave. But the Bible says the Lord is rich to all who call upon him. Uh, Isaiah chapter 12 says, draw from the springs of salvation. Does that sound like uh, what we've been talking about? Call upon his name. You, you know, when you're at a, at a well, the water just doesn't, come up and hit you, you've got to draw it. We have this real spring, and the way Isaiah said to touch it is to call upon the name of the Lord. In Psalm 116, it says, I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. And maybe you're not having a good day. Maybe the situation is not making you very happy. Well, you remember uh, Lamentations chapter 3? Our predecessor there said uh, he was in a low pit. Does that sound like a good situation? I called upon your name, O Jehovah, from the lowest pit. And Isaiah tells us again in chapter 55, call upon him while he is near. Psalm 145.18 says he's near to all who call upon him. And I think, dear brothers and sisters, that uh, the enemy is very successful in keeping our mouth shut. I'm just breathing, speaking, calling the Lord's name. Because, you know, just like any other person, the way you get that person closer into your experience is to call out their name. In a crowd, how do you get one particular person that you want? You call out their name. And the name of the Lord is the handle on this wonderful person. Uh, Psalm 8110 says, Open your mouth wide. Psalm 8, 9 says, O oh Lord, that's a good prayer, right? That's the way most of the prayers start in the Psalms. O oh Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. 
Well, I hope you're uh, enjoying uh, this, this practicality of what the Lord wants to be to us. Um, we can praise Him anytime, anywhere, any situation, any way. Uh, depending on whether you've got somebody in the car with you, you can um, adjust accordingly. But Hebrews thirteen fifteen says to praise the Lord continually. Um, the Lord's looking for praisers. Uh, in Psalm 119, it says, seven times a day I will praise you. Now, if David could do it seven times a day, and he didn't have nearly the perspective and the view of God and his mercy and grace and economy, his gold as we do. But uh, David said, seven times a day, I will praise you. Why don't we see if we can beat David's record? I think that'd be good, don't you? We've got a lot more to praise the Lord for. We're going to have another wonderful guest today. Last week, I enjoyed our guest. We had a medical doctor here in Tallahassee. We had a, let's see, an FSU college student. We had a dear brother who's recently become widowed and took us through that uh, valley with him. We had a young, uh, young father, young banker. And today we're going to have another real Christian live right here on Wave 94 in just a minute. But uh, right now, Doug Apple has got his fingers on the buttons, and we're going to take a short break and be right back. Hi, my name is Penny, and I meet with the church in Tallahassee. In Ezekiel 44, there's a unique phrase that says, You shall come near to me to minister to me. And it also says that the basis for the ministry to the Lord, the basic requirement for ministering to the Lord, is to draw near to the Lord. That no one can minister to Him without drawing near to Him. No one can minister to the Lord without approaching Him in prayer. Spiritual power is not the power of preaching, but the power of praying. How much you pray indicates how much inner strength you really possess. No spiritual matter requires more strength than prayer. If you would like to pray with a group in your neighborhood of twos or threes and pray with us, 850-692-9558. We meet in small groups for prayer all over Tallahassee, and we welcome you. 850-692-9558. My name is Mary. I am a system professor at Florida State University. I enjoy teaching and research on campus. As a researcher, I have many discoveries. But the biggest discovery is the fact that I have a human spirit. Whenever I call, Oh Lord Jesus, I get the response of this wonderful person, the eternal God, right in my spirit. I am happy living in the presence of the Lord. I invite you to experience this unspeakable joy by calling on Him from deep within your spirit and your heart.
Thank you, Doug Apple. You know, one of the things we want to do in this uh, hour of uh, fellowship, we call it, which is just the flowing, we hope, of uh, the, from the triune God into his people, circulating within us and then flowing out of us. You know, in the Bible, it talks about fellowship with the Father, fellowship with the Son, fellowship of the Spirit, and fellowship with one another. That sounds like something very dynamic to me and something that's operating and flowing and supplying, just like uh, the circulation in our own body. And today we're going to have uh, some fellowship with a real Tallahassee person live right here on Wave 94, where it's just real. We have Linda Strickland. Thanks for coming, Linda. Thanks for having me, Lowell. It's been, we've been trying to get you on now for the whole history of this program, which is over a week. Wow. (laughs) I'm happy to be here. Good, Linda. How about Linda giving us the two-minute version of your life story? Would you do that? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) On your mark. Get set. You've only got two minutes now. (laughs) Well, you know, Lowell, by the way, I love the story you told earlier. You may repeat that, okay? Okay. <laughs> um, I grew up the middle child of a, a preacher's family, <laughs> so that just says it all, I think, really and truly. But honestly, I did. I grew up. I had a great childhood, except I must. Everybody has an except. You know that, right? Right. Nobody's life is perfect, but it was hard. We grew up in a, in a glass house. My family did, and. Um, the congregation loves to tell you how you should live your life and how you should be. And that was a hard time. It really was. And I have two brothers and two sisters, and all of us had issues with that as we got older. And, you know, you move on in your life, but you suddenly realize at certain points that you have layers that God needs to peel back a little bit and do some healing in your life. And I think the two-minute version of my life is I feel like I'm a bit of a poster child for God's healing and His redemption. Mm. Two fabulous things to put together. Um, I I believe with all of my heart that God can heal anything. He is, he is just the master of me. He created me. He knows everything about me. He knows how to get in there and tune me up and tweak me and make changes in me. And the best part about that is then He knows how to use that mm. for His glory. I believe that every healing in my life is like currency in my pocket, that I come up on somebody who needs something, and I can reach in my pocket and pull it out Mm -hmm. and show them what God did for me. So that's really my life story, I believe, in a nutshell. What I believe God has, His purpose for me in my life is to share those things. Well, well, Linda, that direction, that sense of purpose that that you were sharing about has led you to Tallahassee Christian College and Training Center, right? It has. And uh, tell mm-hmm. us how that happened. Well, my husband and I, this is home for us. Tallahassee mm-hmm. is home. But back in 2000, my husband um, had been running away from God for quite a while. The Lord asked him to become ordained. And he was ran away from that for a long time. But finally in 2000, we went away to seminary. And so after that, he was called to a church in Jacksonville. And we were in Jacksonville for like 17 years. But we knew that we wanted to come back here. So over a course of about two years, we planned towards it and finally moved back here in, in 2017. While I was in Jacksonville, though, I had the opportunity to work for a healing ministry for 10 years where I got to travel this world. And it was really and truly amazing um, what God did during that time and the amazing things I got to do. I believe the most extraordinary thing I got to do, though, during those that 10-year period was being witness 
to His power and what He can do in transforming people, their bodies, their minds, their spirits. Uh, just to bear witness of that was just an incredible opportunity and privilege for me. You know, Linda, as getting acquainted with uh, Tallahassee Christian College and Training Center, and that's just begun for me, I'm amazed at how much is accomplished by so few people. It's true. <laughs> and you are one of those people it's that true. the Lord uses to make it happen. What, what all do you do over there? Well, everybody asks me what my title is, and I don't have one. Joanne's never given me one. <laughs> but, you know, I started there. Joanne called me when she heard that Jean and I, my husband, were moving back to Tallahassee. She called me like every two weeks. <laughs> and we used to go to church together years and years ago, but I didn't know her very well, Joanne Arnett, the president of the college. Mm-hmm. And she would call me every couple of weeks and say, I just know God wants you to work here. And that wasn't in my plan at all to do that. But lo and behold, that's where I am. <laughs> and I've done a lot of things in the two years that I've been there. I started off mainly just doing things that she needed me to, special projects that I would put together and do. I have um, a lot of experience in editing and writing and that sort of thing. So I took their manuals and redid those and all kinds of things like that. But then um, we had a little change and a little shift where we wanted to add some more things. So I took on the marketing area, which I had no experience in. But this is like, I don't know, the second or third time I've done that in my life, taking on a job that I really didn't have experience in. But it's amazing how God can teach you what to do. And I had a little background. I'm an artist as well. And so I had a little background in some graphics, but not a lot. But since I've taken on this job, um, that part of me has just kind of exploded as far as really teaching myself and learning more and more about that. So communications, marketing, that kind, that area is mostly what I do there, in addition to special projects, as I said, that the, the president has <laughs> for me to do. But a little bit of everything, I guess. Well, Linda, what do you think that uh, our WAVE listeners need to know about Tallahassee Christian College and Training Center? The thing that I'm really impressed with about Tallahassee Christian College and Training Center is that it is a place for everybody, and everybody is welcome there. I think a lot of times people see the word college, and they automatically think, that's not for me. But the interesting thing about that place is, it probably is, you just don't know it. We offer so many different things, and one of the most important things that we offer, in my estimation, is what we call lifetime learning. It it provides classes, seminars, um, just opportunities to learn for you at every stage of your life. And that personal growth area, you know, I think that we're all called to lifelong learning mm-hmm. if we're a Christian. I believe that we're always on this journey, and we should always be striving to learn more and more and more. And I don't mean just knowledge. Mm-hmm. I mean learning, but then also learning how to apply that knowledge. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I think we do really well there. Our faculty are truly amazing people. They're all people of integrity and good character. We have a lot of clergy. We have a a lot of people who run businesses. We run the gamut with our faculty, and but they are extraordinary people who really believe in our Lord Jesus Christ and what He can do in your life. So every class is taught, yes, it's knowledge is there, but that other side of it where you're really taught and guided in how to live and apply that. You know, you made me think, Linda, of um, in 1 Corinthians 14, where the apostle is describing a normal uh, Christian meeting, 
where the different portions and different believers uh, come comes forth, uh, he concludes uh, the admonition, the instruction by saying that, I think that means purpose, mm. that all may learn mm. and all may be encouraged. Yes. I think that's what you were just yes. saying about yes. the mission here is that you want people to learn and also be encouraged in their uh, the Christian journey. Absolutely. So when you see, when we hear college, it's not for nineteen year olds necessarily, Correct. but you will take nineteen of year olds. Of course, yes. yes. <laughs> and it's not a complicated enrolling in college. Somebody can just look at your uh, spiritual menu there and uh, pick something that the, the Lord is drawing them to, and just sign up for it. Right? Absolutely. That that particular part of our of our. Um schedule is so important because most of the classes that we have and it doesn't really matter you can you know audit the class that's what that's what the official term is mm-hmm. but we always say come and take it for personal growth mm-hmm. that's how we see it if you don't want to get credit come and take it for personal growth especially if it's something that's resonating with you and you're going to find that there's going to be others in the classroom that are just like you mm-hmm. they're not there to get credit for getting a degree although we do we offer master's degrees we offer bachelor's degrees and we actually even have a two-year degree in biblical studies but those those people know what they want they're on that road to get that Many of our students are people who just come, and as Joanne Arnett likes to say, they pick and choose from that salad bar of classes that um, appeal to them and where they're really feeling like the Lord is leading them. Or maybe maybe, maybe my day-to-day life in my church, I find that people are coming to me and they're asking me for advice. Well, you know what? To take introduction to counseling wouldn't be a bad idea for you. Hmm. Just to take that course so that you know how to deal with that when people come and talk to you. It's everyday living in addition to professional lives. Uh, We have people in that particular class that I mentioned that are there because they want to be Christian counselors. But we have many people who are there because they want to understand humans and the science of the brain. And so um, there's something truly for everyone. Well, it sounds like, you know, that's kind of a place where uh, the the body of Christ can come together, the different members, uh, different talents, different experiences, uh, different uh, backgrounds in terms of training and professionalism and, and development. And uh, it, it sounds like that's kind of a, a hub, a center where it all comes to center, I should say, mm-hmm. <laughs> where it can all come together yes. in the body. It's one of the things I've appreciated about the vision of uh, your president, our dear sister Joanne, is she has a vision for the whole body of Christ. She does. She, she doesn't have tight fences. She's got the big picture. That's right. And I think one of her really important um, beliefs, that the, one of the foundations actually, that the reason that the college is, the, is here is because she believes that everybody is in ministry. And it doesn't matter if you are behind the pulpit or if you are taking care of children at home. Everyone is in ministry. If you're a Christian, you know, that's the life we've been called to, mm-hmm. is, is to be ministers in His name. So that's why every class is open to everyone, because we're all doing the same work. Just some are doing it under professional title, and some are doing it under mommy <laughs> or aunt or mm-hmm. grandmother. So I think it's really important that we constantly refresh our minds and renew our minds um, by learning these things so that we can you know, do work for the kingdom of God. That's what that's what right. our goal is, is to make an impact in the kingdom. Well, your view that you're sharing is very much uh, the New Testament view. 
in Ephesians chapter 4, when, when um, the apostle was explaining, you know, the functions in the body, and he was explaining, you know, certain ones have certain gifts. Then he says to, to equip the saints, and it doesn't mean the well-behaved ones. Yes. That just means the ones that the Lord has sanctified yes. by his wonderful work on the cross for us and his ongoing operation in us. But it says to equip the saints yes. for the work of ministry. I think our uh, professional religious concepts are, well, that's the special class right. that does the ministry. But not that's not according to the New Testament. That's right. Like you're saying, it's, it's the brothers and sisters and the moms and the dads and the students, anybody who is of, you know, is the Lord's. That's right. They do the work of the ministry. That's right. And the, the, minist- the work of the ministry is not like you say, uh, you were saying, is just uh, proclaiming. You know, it can be uh, ministering across the back fence to your neighbor. That's right. That needs some good news. That's right. Or you could be a Sunday school teacher, and you just want to, you know, take that to another level. You really want to be able to do a better job of that because, like I said, we really do want to do everything with excellence. We know that we can't be perfect. We know that, but we can do it with excellence. And so we have many people who will come and take courses, even on a particular book of the Bible, because they're going to teach it next fall, say. So they'll come and take it at the college, and then that way they have a better understanding of the book, and it's easier for them to teach. Or they'll come and take one of our courses on how to study the Bible, because they really want to teach their students in their Sunday school class how to do that. There's so many ways to apply um, these courses to your everyday life, and I just hope that many of your viewers will go to our website, see what it is that we're offering right now, and see if there's something there for them right now. So that would be a good next step, is to go to the website? That's right, tcctc.org. Uh-huh. And can you give us a little example of what anything that's coming up you want us to know about? Well, as a matter of fact, this Wednesday we have a seminar. It's a half-day seminar, and it's I've not been to it because I've not been able to leave the office. I'm kind of busy. And this particular seminar takes place off of campus, and it's the name of it is God and Government. And Tim Perrier, who is the chaplain of the Florida House of Representatives, puts this on. And what he does is he takes you on a behind-the-scenes look at our government to see what people they are doing and how that— um, Many of the people who are involved in, in ministries get a really a much better look at what God is doing personally and legislatively in the lives of those people who work there and what they're really doing. Many times, I think we, we lump government people all mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. And, and tend to judge based on that. But there are some good people doing some good things. And this is an opportunity where... Like I said, he takes you behind the scenes and lets you talk to some people and see what's really going on there. So if any of your viewers are interested in that, they can go on our website at tcctc.org and look for God and government under the courses and seminars. And that's this Wednesday. That's this Wednesday at 930. So they need to get on it. They need to get right on it if they want to do that. <laughs> and you yes. said it was off uh, campus. And it I is. think that's down, in, is it at the Capitol? It's at the, let me look here. I want to just make sure I give it to you right. At the state of Florida Capitol building, and he says to meet by the seal on the plaza level. Mm-hmm. But if you go in and register for the class, those directions are right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other uh, little uh, good news you want to tell us about? Anything else well, that's I coming have, up? 
I'm teaching a seminar next week. Well, don't be so humble here. Tell us, you think anybody should get get involved in your seminar? I hope so. (laughs) And because my background is a lot to do with healing, the things that I teach generally are in that particular kind of genre. I I believe that um, there's just so many things that God wants to do in our lives, and just to give you a little preamble to this particular topic that I'm teaching on, it's called the Sacred Exchange, and it's based on Isaiah 61. You know that beautiful passage that Jesus reads from Isaiah 61 in Luke 4 mm-hmm. when he stands up. I have a friend of mine who calls it um, Jesus' State of the Union address mm. <laughs> because he comes, to, he tells what he has come to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I've come to to heal the brokenhearted. Mm. I've I've come to give you beauty for ashes. You know, all of those things, and. He he wants to set the captives free. That scripture is so rich. It tells us exactly what his job description is and why he came here. I was given the idea for this particular seminar when I was, uh, this is several years ago, I was up in New England, and it was right after the Sandy Hook um, school thing where those the kids tragedy. were shot. The tragedy, mm-hmm. yes. And I was up there with um, someone else, and we were actually ministering to some people who were up there and involved in that at a church mm-hmm. in that area. And I, the Lord just showed me so clearly while I was there to teach on grief and how to process it, the Lord starts downloading this to me, which was interesting. I'd never had Him do that to me before. And I, the Lord just showed me this, and a couple things had happened to kind of bring it on. I saw a couple there that I'd ministered to over the years because they couldn't get pregnant. And they were always sad, and particularly the wife was. But when I saw them in the back of the church building, I noticed that they looked completely different. I mean, the look on their face was different, their demeanor was different, and I thought, something has happened to them. And I thought in my mind, I wonder if they're pregnant. Because they'd been trying for years. And she was depressed because she couldn't get pregnant. There was a lot of effects of that disappointment, you know. And I immediately heard the Lord say in my head, no, it's just they've made the exchange. And I thought, well, what does that mean, Lord? Well, later on, He showed me. And I believe that in that particular passage of Scripture I was mentioning, Isaiah 61, when He says, I'll give you beauty instead of ashes, I'll give you the the oil of joy instead of mourning, those insteads are important because many times you have to let go of one thing in order to receive another. And so that's what that whole passage is about to me. It's about what's God's part and what's our part. And our part many times is letting go of that maybe broken dream Mm -hmm. so that God can then fill it with a better dream. Yes. Well, you know, I was touching, uh, I think, earlier on Philippians, which most people uh, know as a book about joy, the real thing. And certainly, uh, Paul was not in a happy spot. (laughs) He was in a deplorable, probably, jail, unrighteously, unjustly. And uh, But he wrote a lot about joy. And he said, I think, what you're talking about, he's one of the keys to good health, uh, spiritually and psychologically, is forgetting, mm. forgetting, hmm. forgetting the things which are behind hmm. and pressing on to the things which are before. And like you're saying, sometimes we need to let go. Yeah, if I think we live in the past, yeah. if we live in the past, I think the enemy wants to change, <clears throat> excuse me, get us in the wrong tense. Yes, true. And uh, if we focus on the past, many times that's filled with regret. Mm-hmm. If we focus on the future, Many times that's filled with anxiety. Mm-hmm. And the, the secret is to just enjoy the Lord right now. Mm. 
what he wants to be to mm-hmm. us. He wants to be the healer. Yes. He wants to be our peace. Right. He wants to be our comfort. And he I, wants to be our joy. And I totally agree. Wait, wait, I got another 30 okay. minutes worth here. No, go ahead. <laughs> and I totally agree with what you're saying, but I will say this, and this is based on my own personal experience, is that many times our wounds from the past, you know, things that have happened to us, um, they do, they leave those wounds in us. And there, there sometimes will come a time and a place where we need to visit the past just so that we can, God can go in there and, and heal those areas. Um, I know that many of the people that I've ministered over the years, um, some of their deep wounding and from their experience has caught and their memories, it's just crippled them. They're, and they don't even, they can't even put their finger on why. You know, why they are the way they are. They don't like who they are, but they can't even really figure it out. And it's through that, it's the inner healing process of going in there and letting the Lord bring some healing. And not only that, but even just identifying, like I said, many times you don't even know what's wrong. And once you can speak the words and own what it is, then God can free us from Mm -hmm. it. Um, and then he can redeem that, mm-hmm. which is even the better thing to happen. So I think that I think inner healing is really important. But to quote another friend of mine who says that going back in your past for healing is a little like visiting a cemetery. You want to leave your flower and then go. You don't want to stay. <laughs> you don't want to stay there. In the Bible, I think it was just insane people that lived at the cemetery. So you don't want to live there. But many times you have to visit. You know, just visit for a little while and then um, let God do what only He can do. And what's remarkable about that is it, it can be life changing. And do what the Lord did. He left the tomb, right? He did. He left the tomb. He didn't live there. <laughs> I don't want to stay here. <laughs> no, no. And none he left of us should. Tomb. That's well, right. Well, when is your seminar? What's the name of it? Right. The Sacred Exchange. And it is on next Wednesday, which is October 23rd from 9 30 to 4 30. And lunch will be provided. You mean you get you come to a seminar and get lunch? You get lunch. I, you know, I went to the University of Georgia. They never gave me lunch as <laughs> part of my classes. Well, you know, we really like people to stay there instead of going out somewhere. So is that a Saturday? I'm sorry, it's Wednesday. You. It's a Wednesday. Wednesday the 23rd. Wednesday yes. the 23rd. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and the name of it again? The Sacred Exchange. The Sacred Exchange. Mm-hmm. And how does a person take the next step for signing up? You go to tcctc.org, and you can sign up online, or you can give us a call at 513-1000. And uh, there is some tuition involved? There is. The tuition for that is $59, and like I said, lunch is included, so not bad. And didn't I hear you were doing something special about uh, tuitions these days or something? Yeah, we actually have a very generous donor who has offered to um, pay half. It's like a scholarship. It's a half tuition scholarship. And so if you call and you mention that, you definitely can take advantage. It's uh, We don't know how long it's going to last for, but we are so excited um, to be able to offer that to people mm-hmm. right now. Particularly, we have our training center side of the college, and we have some brand new programs on in, in that particular side of our of our ministry and to have half tuition on those programs is really incredible. We have five new training program tracks, one's in pastoral leadership, ministry leadership, biblical lay counseling, congregational leadership and biblical studies. And those are all programs that our registrar would be happy to talk with people about. You'll earn a diploma at the end. It's a non-credit diploma. Um but 
it's a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to come and be trained in those particular areas. And you can do it at half price right now. Mm. Now, I've met uh, Jackie over there in your That's right. fine place. And uh, I get the impression that even if uh, what you're talking about is a financial challenge to somebody, that she's got the attitude, we'll work it out. She does. You know, that's that's a really awesome, wonderful thing about this place. When I first started working there, I was constantly hearing Jackie say to students who would come in, you know, that she understands that the financial part of it can be a big worry. And she puts your mind at ease right away about that. As a matter of fact, one of our values at the school is that we want people to be able to, if you're coming for a degree, we want you to be able to graduate with no debt. Hmm. So what we offer is completely interest-free tuition plans. So let's say you want to take one of these programs. She will give you a interest. You can pay it in 12 months, interest-free. So it makes your payment really, really low monthly to be able to do that. So we have the half tuition plus the interest-free payment plan. There's not a lot more you can do. I'll tell you, that's an awesome opportunity for people. And... uh Linda, I don't think some folks know how convenient your location is. It is. We are we are located right off of Hermitage Boulevard, 1717 Hermitage Boulevard. And there are signs that will direct you. If you turn into that driveway, we're towards the back of that little center. But you'll see TCCTC signs that will direct you all the way back. And, you know, some folks may not even know where Hermitage is, but it, it's uh, it's kind of my favorite cut through when I'm trying to either get from Capitol Circle to Thomasville Road or Thomasville Road to Capitol Circle. That is delightful parkway and it gets it done pretty quickly. Yeah. If you haven't discovered that cut through yet, <laughs> this radio show is worth that <laughs> oh, tip no. alone. <laughs> well, now it's going to get too crowded. But right before you get to I-10. So it's pretty, you guys are pretty accessible over there. And um very nice facility. And I believe if somebody just to, wants to come over and uh, get a little tour, walk around, uh, you, you've got probably the best library in town. We for do. It. Actually, we have over 10,000 volumes in our theological library, and it's open to the public. We invite people to come in and take a look at it, study there. If you're not an enrolled student, you can still um, check a book out. If you talk with our library, and we have a couple little things that you need to do to do that, but it is an open to the public, over 10,000 volumes, theological library. It's beautiful. Wow. Well, Linda, I know we're uh, running tight on time. Anything else you want to make sure that uh, our listeners know about? Well, what I want to say is whether you're coming for a degree to Tallahassee Christian College and Training Center, or if you're coming for one of our um, training program tracks in our professional development area, or if you just want to come because you want to grow more in our life learning area, I would just welcome you. I I would welcome you to come in and ask for me personally. I'd love to give you a tour of the school. Many of us are just thrilled to show you around and be able to talk about what it is that God, what track has God set you on? And then let's talk about it and see. I know there's a lot of times people will come in and they really don't know why they're there. They just kind of, their car just turned in and they came. And the more you talk, the more you see, the more they talk, the more they see, I should say, that God really does have a plan for them and they just needed to talk it out. So it doesn't matter who you are or what your educational background is, what your race is, what your culture is. Everyone is welcome at Tallahassee Christian College and Training Center. Wow. Good job, Linda. I think the enthusiasm is uh, traveling through the airways here. 
<laughs> around the Big Bend. Well, we're going to let you go because I know you've got other things to do. And I'm going to give you a gift certificate for my favorite study Bible. Awesome. All you've got to do is get online and go order it. And I think I'll do that Thank for the you. listeners as well. Oh, wonderful. But, uh, Thank you, you so much. And say hello to all the folks over there and tell them we're going to try to get some folks to stop by and look around. Absolutely. And get online and sign up. One more time, your your seminar is? The Sacred Exchange, and it's next Wednesday, October 23rd from 930 to 430, and lunch is provided. And we're going to be back in just a very short period of time with some websites and other good resources that are free. So after Doug Apple brings us back, we will give those to you. Take it away, Doug. Therefore, who bountifully supplies to you the Spirit and does works of power among you, does he do it out of the works of law or out of the hearing of faith? Galatians chapter 3, verse 5. On God's side, he supplies the Spirit bountifully. On our side, we receive the Spirit. Day by day, a marvelous divine transmission takes place. God supplies and we receive. The way to open ourselves to this heavenly transmission to receive the supply of the all-inclusive life-giving spirit is to exercise our spirit to pray and call on the Lord. Scripture and Commentary from the New Testament Recovery Version published by Living Stream Ministry. For more information, visit recoveryversion.org. My name is Mike Lynch. I'm a believer, and I received the Lord in a home in Memphis, Tennessee. And I recently moved to Tallahassee, Florida, well, just a few years ago. In Acts 2.46, when the apostles started meeting together, the believers first started meeting together, they met in homes, and it said, day by day, from house to house. And this really affected me because I myself received the Lord and had my beginning of following the Lord in a home. Anyway, uh, I, I would just like to say this to believers. This is another way other than meeting in a large church building. And if you are interested in this, would you please call and leave a message at 850-692-9558. The Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you. friend there, uh, Mike, was sharing about how he came to know the Lord and how he is going on with the Lord. And I think that's one of the things that the Lord wants to recover. You know, we were talking about with uh, Linda Strickland there, the uh, the plan laid out in uh, Ephesians chapter 4, where uh, the apostle says that uh, there's some specialists in the body of Christ, and uh, the role of the specialist is not to do the ministry. I think it's easy for us to let religion dictate our thinking. But the view of the New Testament is that the specialist mentioned in Ephesians chapter 4 equip the saints for the work of ministry. 
Um, and also religion would make us think that ministry happens, you know, in an unusual building with a certain kind of glass and certain kind of benches and maybe a, a, a steeple and a ding-dong on top. But, you know, ministry in the New Testament, especially in Acts chapter 2, was day by day. Does that sound like week by week? Day by day and house to house. And I believe the Lord wants to recover the ministering, which, as you know, the word means serving, just like you go to a nice restaurant and there is a server who brings you uh, the good nourishment, the good tasty food that you want. That's that's what ministry brings this, uh, is, is the things of the Lord, the good spiritual food serving us. And uh, the Lord wants to recover, I believe, the New Testament ministry of all the members of the body being uh, the ministering ones, serving, feeding one another. In fact, you remember the case of uh, Peter who was uh, getting a little irritated because uh, the Lord kept saying, Peter, do you love me? Now, is that the kind of question, by the way, you would ask a burly, a rough and tough fisherman, strong hands, strong body, wrestling out there uh, in the water with fish? And the Lord here is saying, Peter, second time, do you love me? Peter wrestling with it, getting a little irritated. Of course. Third time, Peter, do you love me? And then the Lord said, feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. And, uh, you know, Peter wasn't a clergyman. He was a old rough fisherman. And uh, the Lord wants, wanted him to be a feeder of the Lord's dear ones. Uh, I believe the Lord wants to recover you and I feeding the spiritual food to the hungry ones in our neighborhood, the hungry ones uh, in our workplace, the hungry ones in the hallways of our classroom uh, to feed the sheep. Um, in uh, Hebrews chapter 10, um, it said, let us consider one another so as to incite one another. Not excite, but insight. I think that word means to sort of stir up. Um, and it says uh, in the next verse, exhorting one another. Uh, that means just encouraging one another to do uh, the right thing. Um, and, we, you know, we can do this in our home. God desires, I believe, to recover the use of our home and to recover our role of ministering all around town, wherever we are. You remember the Lord promised in Matthew chapter 18, that uh, very familiar verse, verse 20, where two or three are gathered in my name. That sounds like the key to gather in his name. He said, there's where I want to be. Isn't that a beautiful promise? You just gather even two or three in my name. I'd like to be there. I'd like to be there. Um, the, um, the verse I was mentioning is in Acts chapter 2, verse 46, where it says, day by day and house to house. Um, in Romans chapter 12 and verse 5, it says, we who are many 
are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. So as the Lord gets uh, us together with other members of the body, we begin to experience this uh, organic phenomenon of uh, the Lord being our head and our fellow members uh, being members of us. Um, there's a beautiful verse in Ephesians 4 in the neighborhood I was referring to earlier where it says, Out from whom, that of course means the head, our Lord, out from whom all the body being joined together, doesn't that sound like our body? Being joined together and being knit together through every joint of this rich supply and through the operation in the measure, and listen to this, the operation in the measure of each one part causes the growth of the body unto the building up of itself in love. So as each of us starts to function more and more, the body is having a healthy impact on a very sick world. If the Lord can bring all of us into more and more function, then he has a, a way to uh, impact our city and our neighborhood and our workplace you know, for uh, his uh, good pleasure and for the good news that we believers have been entrusted with. Now, I promised you uh, some very helpful resources, so I hope you have a way to write it down or can put it on your phone if you're in a safe spot to do so. Um, it was mentioned earlier about the good things going on over at um, Tallahassee Christian College and Training Center, and you probably have just a few minutes to give them a call if that's your preferred way of reaching out. The phone number over there is 513-1000, The course that I'm involved in uh, right now is called um, Becoming a whole person. Uh, we had the first session last Thursday night. We've got one empty seat. And if you want it, give them a call right now and see if it's still available. 513-1000. Um, um, also, I mentioned that uh, there are get-togethers uh, all over town. I got together this morning with some brothers in a coffee shop. And it was most enjoyable. As we uh, pray together, got into God's Word together, if you would like to uh, get together with some other believers, whether it's in a home, a meet somewhere in a coffee shop, let me give you two ways to reach out and um, meet some other dear believers. You can leave a message, a voicemail, at 850-692-9558. Just leave name and number. We'll get back to you and see if we can put something together that works for you. That's 850-692-9558. If you prefer to use an email, uh, it's ChristianConnectTallahassee at gmail.com. ChristianConnectTallahassee at gmail.com. Another way you can use that voicemail and that email is to let us know uh, how we can help you on this program. Four o'clock weekdays. Any particular topics that you uh, would like us to get into? Uh, any comments? Any suggestions? Whatever. We'd like to hear from you. And that's the way to do it. Again, the phone number is 692 95 
1-800-227-8558. Now, let me uh, mention to you a couple of my uh, favorite uh, resources, and almost all of these are free. Does it get any better than that? The Riches of Christ at No Charge. Isn't, doesn't that sound like God's grace? The Riches of Christ at No Charge. Some of the things we're using in the class that I'm involved in over at Tallahassee Christian College and Training Center, I'm going to make available to you, and most of them at uh, no charge. Uh, we are using uh, one little booklet called The Basic Elements of the Christian Life. The Basic Elements of the Christian Life. And one of the reasons I like this little booklet is it has diagrams in there, which help me a lot to see uh, how we were made, how God operates uh, with us in redeeming us and then putting his life into us on a continuous basis. If you'd like a free copy of that, uh, I'll tell you how to get it in just a minute. Uh, the same source I'm going to be giving to you will send you a free copy of our textbook, in addition to the Bible, of course, which is our main textbook. Um, it is called The Economy of God, and don't think that is financial, okay? Uh, it comes from a verse in Timothy where Paul told his prized student, Timothy, don't teach anything except the economia of Theos, the economy of God, which just means how God operates, how he administers his purpose and accomplishes his goal with us. And um, the book is called The Economy of God. We're going to get you a copy free in just a moment. So get ready for the uh, website. Um, the other thing I'd like to give you is um, a copy of my favorite study Bible. And I know there are many good ones out there, and you may be saying, I've already got several on my shelf. Well, I'd like you to get one more. Uh, the reason I like this study Bible is not only is it a very accurate translation, uh, but it has an outline at the beginning of every book that shows you the direction of that book, gives you an overview of the book, and then out, that outline continues as you go through the book so you can see how that theme, that purpose is uh, unfolding. Um, it's called the recovery version. It has nothing to do with alcohol, nothing to do with drugs. Uh, well, it can help, of course, but uh, it's about recovering truths that have been uh, overlooked, uh, covered up, uh, misapplied, and uh, as I mentioned, the Lord is uh, un recovering a lot of things here in the conclusion of the age we're in. He wants to wrap this age up and bring in the next age, and uh, he's recovering a lot of uh, wonderful truths that he has for us in his word and our, our way of applying and using those. So if you'd like any of those resources, the Free Study Bible, a copy of the our textbook that we're using, uh, The Economy of God, or The Basic Elements of the Christian Life, you can get that from Bibles for America. That's Bibles, F-O-R, America, dot O-R-G. Bibles for America, dot O-R-G. All of those are free, no charge. Somebody who loves you has already paid for it. Somebody who wants you to enjoy those has already paid the postage. All you've got to do is tell them where to send it. Recovery version um, is available at biblesforamerica.org. I also want to mention a way that you can get started 
I think, on a um, very user-friendly way of having a morning time with the Lord. Uh, this, I see more and more, is one of the keys, uh, not only from people in the, in the Bible, and even from the Lord Jesus himself, when he would, he would say he got up early and went away to spend time with the Father. Um, as I read the biographies of Christian ones that the Lord has used throughout the centuries, this morning time, uh, as, a, as one of Billy Graham's associates told me one time, we're, we need to be like a flower that opens in the morning in response to the sun. Um, this, if you say, well, I've tried to uh, have a devotional time, I've tried to read the Bible, and, um, you know, we don't feel like we've ever, then we kind of give up. Well, let me give you a, a nice little easy way to, to start. Um, if you will register, again, no charge for this, if you will register at emana.com, that's e mana m-a-n-n-a dot com all you have to do is register your email address there there's no charge for this and what will happen during the night they will send you a verse or two of scripture that alone is a great way to start your day even if, if you only have five minutes read those verses several times kind of chew on them um was it Jeremiah that said, I found your words and I did eat them? Well, you know, let's don't read God's word like the newspaper. Let's uh, phrase by phrase, thought by thought, comma by comma, and even turn those, uh, those words uh, into a prayer, like it says in Ephesians chapter 6, uh, praying the word back to, uh, to God. So the... Um, the verses will come to you, and then there's a short paragraph or two of help in enjoying and applying those verses to your own uh, Christian life. Um, the way to get that, and no charge, is emana.com, E-M-A-N-N-A.com. Um, my very special thanks to our colleague and partner here, Doug Apple, who's helped us uh, get through another program that we hope you have enjoyed. And thanks to our special guests, uh, Linda Strickland, and our friends out at Tallahassee Community College and Training Center. We will hope to join you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Thank you, Doug. The joy of the Lord.